People, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning. You already know who it is, Arsenio Buckman, and we're reporting live on this very, very raining and stormy morning here in Bangkok. Guys, I am so grateful to be back. We got great things happening. We got a lot of good things happening. I just want to give nice shout outs to my folks out there in Tunisia. Of course, my folks are always out there in America. I love you guys so dearly. And uh, well, who, who else? Uh, yeah, uh, UAE. There we go. Abu Dhabi. You guys are awesome. I just love being great. You know, grateful uh, every morning and whatnot. Um, huh, great things happened last night. It was like a 30-minute interview. I'm going to disclose those details a little bit later, but I'm not going to tell you guys what country it was. So I might be going – well, of course, I will be going through with the next phase of the interview. Guys, we got big things happening, man. It's time for me to get on out of here. It's time for me to skedaddle out of Thailand. It's time for me to keep pursuing and getting better. And you know what's so shocking? I'm just going to – before I go into the rhythms of life and give you this story and a couple other principles and whatnot so you guys can follow – Um. By the way, big shout out to the uh, the people who uh, actually tuned into my what is it my rhythm list on my website thearseniobuckshow.com. Uh, you guys can get that rhythm list which I went over yesterday. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm blown away. What what the god damn it? What was I saying? Oh, see, this is the problem because I always I'm always thinking about so many different things at one time and I just can't focus on one thing. But like attracts like. Here we go. We're back. Um. And it's funny how the same job I have here, I found in another country. See, what are the odds of that, guys? See, whatever field of endeavor you are engaged in, you're going to continue drawing those people who are in that particular field of endeavor. It's like a gangster. If you're a gangster in the beginning, it's going to be very difficult for you to, you know, get over that hump or whatnot. Because you are around the people who are also gangsters. And until you get out of that little circle, you're going to have to take some massive measures in terms of dropping out of a gang. See, like attracts like. Your tribe is your tribe. You are basically the, what is it, the bird flocks together or the, the feathers flock together? The same birds flock together, something like that. You guys know all the things. I'm just saying, man, because... I'm very, very grateful for this specific moment in my life. How was I able to attract this particular thing into my life? And that's what's so exciting about life, really. Oh, man. So anyways, with that being said, guys, rhythms of life, the rhythms of life, the rhythms of life. See, when people get started in a new endeavor, we always overdo it. Okay, why? Because we're so over, we're just overly excited about the entire thing, about setting up a rhythm for success. But the thing is, you need to find a program that you can absolutely and positively do in a long term without renegotiation. So, for example, Darren Hardy had a friend to the success team, right? He decided after seeing a picture he posted on, uh, posted of him on Twitter that he was going to get on, uh, that he was going to get into shape, right? And so this was a massive shift. Of lifestyle for him, of course, as all the people I've been um, that I've always communicated with out there in America at my job. Um, I think I have to say 90 percent of the people from the dental hygienist to the professors um, to the people I work with, 90 percent of them were fat or obese or overweight, whatever you want to call it, overweight or obese, if you want to leave it in a very professional term. So. This type of shift, it's very, very massive for a lot of people because you're going to have to make up in your mind that you're going to do it and 
be unapologetic about it and just no renegotiations. Don't say it's kind of like it's it's kind of like what Mel Robbins said. Motivation is garbage, although motivation is everything. But she said, you know, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No, it's not until you start with your behaviors. If you wake up in the morning, you just say, yeah, I'll do it the next day. No, you're not. You're not going to do it the next day. So basically this guy on the job, he sits for at least a dozen hours a day and he hates to exercise, right? So he also explained that he would avoid using certain dishes or accessing files because it required him to squat and bend over to get them. That's how scary it is in terms of how much of an aversion he had with physical activity. So he made a resolution to get in shape, right? He joined a gym, hired a personal trainer, and began working out two hours a day, five days a week. And so Darren Hardy went up to him and said, Richard, okay, let's call him Richard, whatever. Uh, He said, that's a mistake. You will not be able to maintain that commitment and will eventually stop doing it. You're setting yourself up for failure. So he pushed back, assuring, you know, assuring Darren Hardy that he would change forever. Even his stranger had recommended the intense push. And the man, Richard, he said, I'm committed. I want to be able to see my abs. See, it has to be great. The why has to be greater than abs. And what are you doing the abs for? That's like showmanship. Now, of course, yes, I have abs, but I've always had abs. Because, of course, I've been doing running and all this stuff since, what, 2004, I think. But the thing is, the why has to be bigger than abs. So Darren Hardy went on to say, he said, Richard, what's your real goal? Is it to get abs? Really? And, of course, he wasn't running for the cover of men's fitness. (laughs) So Richard went on to say, he said, you know, I want to be trim. I want to be healthy. And he said, why? He said, well, I want vitality. I want to be there. I want to be here long enough to see my kids have kids. And so those are real and meaningful motivations. Richard wanted to be in it for the long haul. So that meant he was signing on not for the bikini season, which is the ab season, but a long-term commitment to fitness. And so Darren went on to say, okay, you've convinced me, but you're overdoing it. You're going to get two to three months down the road, and you're going to say, I don't have two hours to work out, so I guess I can't do it today. That's going to happen to you over and over and over again. Working out five days a week will turn into, what, two or three, and you'll get discouraged. Soon it will be over. I know I know you're really fired up, and he said, I know you're really fired up right now, so let's do this. Do your two hours a day for five weeks for now, but don't do it longer than 60 or 90 days then i want you to scale it down to an hour or an hour and 15 you could do it for five days a week but i would probably encourage you to go for four do that another 60 to 90 days then i want you to consider an hour a day for a minimum of three days a week Four, if you really, you know, have that extra motivation, whatnot. So that's the program he, uh, Daryl Hardy wanted him to get started on. And so, and he really struggled with Richard, of course, you know, in terms of Richard, you know, believing him and comprehending everything that he was saying at that moment. Uh, so he thought he was going to be able to stick, you know, with the, the, that new routine for a lifetime. For someone who's never worked out to start working out two hours a day, five days a week is a dead end. You have to build a program, guys, for the next 50 years, not for five weeks, not for five months. You've got to see the light at the end of the tunnel. 
Okay. And so, and that way, so when you, you could start scaling back, see, you can always find 45 minutes to an hour a day, a few times a week, but you're not going to be able to find two hours a day for five days a week. See, I'm going to give you an example, another example. And I really, really like this one because if we, if we look at it from this way, um, this is a girl, right? And this girl works out five days a week. Okay, this lady. And she's extremely fit. I'm not sure how long she's been doing it for. Probably a year or two years. Uh, she was on the ketogenic diet, which is a diet that I do not recommend for anyone. Um, because it, it just doesn't make any sense. You can't do it long term, so why even do it at all? And, of course, I got a strong opinion for the keto diet, too. But, anyways, I had I had um, my friend who was, you know, well, my used-to-be friend, who was a nurse. Uh, a lot of doctors, they said ketogenic diets are terrible. Um, but she did it, this lady who I uh, see at the gym every morning. Uh, I guess you could just say an acquaintance. And she works out Monday through Friday. No rest days. She's like, oh, my rest days are Saturday and Sunday. But there's no rest days in between that. How come you don't have a rest day on Wednesday? What are you pushing yourself for? And she's like, oh, I want these abs. Boom. So what I just told you about right now, she's suffering from it right now. She's like, I really want to have abs like this. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to have those abs for probably one to two months and then it's going to go away. What's your motivation? See, my motivation for, of course, staying in shape, it's just it's embedded into the lifestyle right now. Now, of course, I didn't wake up and go do uh, do any cardio or anything like that uh, this morning and whatnot because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have a rest day because my legs are a little bit shocked and tomorrow's going to be a big day anyways. But um yeah so her motivation is for abs and that's the biggest issue with so many people out there they'd be like oh i want to have a bigger butt i want to have this no what is the bigger picture for working out it's kind of like a pump well right so if you look at a pump well when, when most people start off they're they're that that new on they grab the lever and they start pumping really hard really fast right just as richard was Right with this plan to get fit, with this plan to get those rock hard abs from Mister Men's Fitness. They're excited. They're committed. You're committed. You're excited. You pump, 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 pump. But after a few minutes, and you don't see any results, that's it. You stop pumping altogether. You're not. You don't realize how long it's going to take to create the vacuum needed to suck the water into that pipe and eventually sprout out into their bucket. It's kind of like when those people went to the wells long, long time ago. And they dumped the well all the way at the bottom, right? Yeah, that takes time. You're not just going to be able to just dump it in there, pull it up, and it's done. No. If you do not have patience, you will fail. See, it takes massive energy and consistency to pump that water over and over and over. So those who persevere and continue to pump the lever will eventually get a few drops of water out. This is when a lot of people are going to say, you know what, you've got to be kidding me. All this pumping and for just a few measly jobs, forget it, I'm done. But see, many people throw their hands in the air, they defeat, it's quit, and they finish. That's why so many people give up in life. That's why there are so many quitters. See, this is where the magic happens. If you continue to pump, it doesn't take long before until you get a steady stream of water. Remember, I was telling you about when I was actually doing this uh, this bike and there was this trainer that said, listen, you're going to have to pump really, really hard for the next 10 seconds. And then after that, it's easy from there. Or no, I'm not. I'm not saying pump. Uh, you're gonna have to go really, really fast to burn that first calorie. After that, the next calories are gonna be very, very easy to burn. So that first ten seconds is absolute hell. But a lot of people give up after five seconds, and I see it every day. So, 
is going to become easy, actually, over time because that consistency and the lever, it because the lever is because in the beginning, if you're like pumping, if you guys know what I'm talking about, pumping, if you go whoo whoo whoo, it's really hard in the beginning, right? Your triceps are burning, your biceps are burning, your shoulders. You're saying, "Oh my God, I want to give up," but after that, it starts going. The momentum starts going. The big mo starts working for you. And then it starts to get easier and easier and easier and easier. And see, there it is. That's the big mo. The water starts coming out. You might see a little bit. But the thing is, that little bit should encourage you to say, oh, my God, I got a few drops. Not, oh, my God, all of that just for this? No. You keep on pumping. And you're going to get a steady stream. You're going to get more excited. And you're going to keep going and going and going. And just then that's and then, of course, it's all about momentum after that. So that is a good, I guess that's a a good metaphor or metaphorical way of putting it. Um, see, if you miss only a couple weeks of anything, people, it could be works out at a gym, it could be, you know, gestures towards your, your loved one, phone calls, you know, blogs such as what I've done. There's been weeks I've gone without, you know, posting a blog because it was just inconsistent. And if you do that, all is lost. And so by slacking off for even a short time, you killed the big mo. It's dead. And that's the tragedy. And see, winning the race is all about pace. Be the tortoise. The person who, given enough time, will beat virtually anybody, right? I mean, Muggsy Bowes, the, the shortest guy to ever play in the NBA, or him or the, it was the other guy from Denver. You know, they didn't give up because they were short. They were like, no, I'm going to become a very dynamic player that's going to become unstoppable. And they are famous to this day. So, to sum up this chapter, it's time to put the compound effect to work for you. Number one, what you need to do, build your bookend morning and your evening, the routines. Remember I told you about and get into that routine schedule for your life. Number two, list three areas of your life in which you are not consistent enough. What has the uh, the inconsistency cost you in life thus far? Make a declaration to stay steadfast in your new commitment to consistency. Now, and of course, remember yesterday's podcast, rhythm registration. Write down a half dozen key behaviors relevant to your new goals. Okay. Then these, of course, behaviors or whatever, they should establish a rhythm and eventually create the momentum, the big mo. And with that being said, guys, that's the end of chapter four. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Share it, like it, do as you will. Big shout out to everyone out there listening to me. And the blog will be coming very, very soon because I was very inconsistent yesterday. And with that being said, I'm going to say it again. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. It's time to get going this morning. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.